Welcome to Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. Today we've got a great topic um, that I think most of us have read in the book or we've talked about, um, but maybe not really thought about and sat down with ourselves and put it to paper. And that is building out your perfect week through the happiness and productivity formula um, and including self-care, which ding, 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 it's a big topic right now on our Facebook page. (laughs) We're That's all right. feeling the need. Yeah, and you know what came up on the Facebook page was. Oh, sorry, jump right in there. Good oh, morning. No. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning. Uh, so you know what came up on the Facebook page was the. Uh, it's interesting sometimes how different words activate us, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so on the Facebook page, it came up that someone was activated by the word self care, um, and she preferred me time, which I love. Of me time, but a lot of women are activated by that word because mm-hmm. it's all about me. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. And so, you know, my thing is find whatever suits you to call it, um, but have it be about you being kind to yourself and you doing something for you. You know, the idea is that what I know, in fact, in, I need to find the article. There's a new article out reiterating what's in the book, Lean In, about how women do. 35% more of the household mm-hmm. yep. management, even if their husbands, even if they work 40 to 60 hours a week and their husbands work 40 hours a week, they still are doing all the things. And that's where my work really, I mean, I'm so conscious of that because I have women come to me constantly who are just fried out trying to do all the things, but nothing for themselves. Right. And so making your perfect week has everything to do. What I do is when somebody comes to work with me and I do this in the seminar, I what I say is what I want you to do is pretend that it's Sunday. I have my week start on Monday and <laughs> Sunday is the end of it because Sunday is my day of rest. Um, it's Sunday and you're looking back over and you just had a perfect week. What well, what happened? And we do this exercise in the seminar where I share with them, if I'm it's Sunday and I'm looking back over a perfect week for me, it looks like I meditated every day. I worked out three times. I had relatively low sugar. I hung out with my friends. I probably had a happy hour. Um, I, uh, you know, read for pleasure. Maybe I saw a movie. I love movies. Um, I definitely hung out with Jessica some and with my kids one-on-one. You know, like those kind of things that for me, I look back over a week like that and I go, yeah. I'm feeling yeah, good. Yeah, like that's pretty damn good. <laughs> I feel yep. fantastic a damn good, a good week life. right and all i'm asking what i do in the seminar is i ask them to come up with three to five things like i could make a long list but i ask them to come up with three to five things and then take baby steps towards just implementing a few of them you know building up on that and the big caveat though is without guilt <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> guilt that yes. guilt thing right uh-huh the guilt thing yeah the guilt thing is unbelievable. It blows my mind. Now, I will say that I've worked with women a long time and clients a long time, predominantly women, and Catholic women and Jewish women have the most guilt. <laughs> <laughs> all women all women have yes. guilt. <laughs> it is bread. It's like I have to talk them into doing stuff for themselves. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I think it starts really young in terms of our our training, nurture, of what we and also what we've seen. You know, the more that I'm looking at what makes me tick and what my, you know, where my BS, my belief system comes from, so much of it is even just not something that anybody ever told me, but something that I saw in the women who were my role models in life, you know, your moms, your grandmas, your aunts, your 
even older sisters or, you know, women in your life. And when you watch their work, um, a lot of us are still growing in a um, generation of people who might have had a stay-at-home mom um, who did it all. Or um, or yeah. just a relationship that did, even if they worked, they were still 100% mom and 100% nurse and yeah. all of the above. So yeah. training. My mom took a job when I was eight, right? My mom worked from home. Uh, or my mom, actually, my dad, we owned a grocery store that was attached to our house. And so my mom worked full time in the grocery store right alongside my dad. That was never really acknowledged in that as far as my world was. Like nobody ever really acknowledged the fact that she was right in there. And, you know, passing kids off to other kids so she could be in that grocery store. He closed that grocery store down uh, when I was like nine and nine or ten. I can't remember. And part of the deal was he, he like snark was snarky with my mom <laughs> because she was trying to get him to close the store because his back was so he couldn't do the physical work anymore. Um, he was in his 60s at that point and he just couldn't do the physical labor of running a grocery store and so mom tried to t talk him into closing it down and he said well old lady if you get a job i'll do that so she was like fine anyone got a job <laughs> <laughs> so i love her she went and got a job but she still did everything in the yep. house and not only that and this is something i want to point to because i'm i really want women to pay attention to this um not only that but not only did she do all the things in the house but if my dad even hinted that he wanted something she would jump up and go get it yep and so I assert that we have, and you know, I started yesterday, I was talking, yesterday I had a seminar and some of the women in there um, were, one was a researcher and one was an educator and, and uh, we were talking because I was telling them that I don't like the word trained anymore. I used to say we're trained in terms of gender, mm -hmm. but trained means you have someone consciously doing that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. This stuff, like I've said before, it's the water we're swimming in, people. I mean, and you're contributing to it all the time, and you're just unconscious to it, yeah. right? And so we started using the word yesterday in seminar. We started using the word socialized. Oh, yeah. So I say that some of us are even socialized to not just do everything, but also, you know, be at the beck and call of men. And this now, listen what happened. I started the seminar, I started off with coffee, and while they were all coming in and getting breakfast, I swore I got myself a glass of water somewhere, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> so, you know how I start off the seminar where I give ground rules, and then I kind of introduce myself, and then they introduce themselves, mm -hmm. and um, all through them introducing themselves, I was like, I need water. <laughs> I need to get some water. And um, so I waited until we were ready to start, and then I said, okay, I'm going to jump in, but I'm going to go get myself a glass of water first, because I swear I, I got myself one. Let me tell you, about four women jumped up out of their chairs to go get me a glass of water. I was like, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I am trained. Classic woman trained here. I can get my own glass yep, of water, yep. right? But it was instinctual for them. Oh, I mean, yeah. it was like they didn't think about that. Their no. bodies just moved. Yep. Do you yep. get that? Like, that is like muscle memory. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> a man says he wants something, and your muscle memory is to jump up and get it. Yep. Yep. And take I mean, care. Yeah. It's kind of like when I hear a kid's voice, too. It's really, like, even it's not my kid. But, like, I'll hear a kid requ request something, and my, my body starts to, like, respond. 
Um, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's not my. I don't have to do that. <laughs> that's not my kid. I don't right, have to get them juice. What? What yeah, the hell? But you're already socialized to just you're instinctually jumping. Yeah. So you know that's the kind of stuff that um, you know, and I ask them to just because you know everybody's always asking me, and I'm 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 working on getting more articulate about it so that you can see it. They're always asking me, you know, what sh- what's the difference? Like, what do you notice the most? And those kind of things. It's like, what I notice the most is you don't notice. <laughs> you know? yeah. What I notice the most is that you're unconscious <laughs> that this is happening and that you're contributing to it. Yeah. And so I just want you to pay attention to little subtle ways that you, you treat women differently than you do men, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's yeah, not we, what we're talking about today. No, but I know. It's just but like yeah. such a... But it is. It is in terms of self-care. Well, it because is in terms of self-care, we have yes. to give each other permission to do it, too. You know, if I see a woman out, you know, getting her nails done, or if a woman who's like, I, I don't know, a friend tells me she's taking the afternoon off, what I could do is say, good for yes. you. Like, good job. Good Thank, for you. Good for taking not, care I'm of yourself. Jealous. Right. Yeah. Like, oh God, I wish I could do that. Like, I wish I had the time to go do that, or I wish I I had the flexibility. Yeah, I've literally heard women say to my wife, "You are so beautiful. I hate you." (laughs) Yes. I'm not kidding. No, I I I know. I know you're not. I've heard it too. uh, Okay, sorry. (laughs) What am I supposed to do with that? Respond to that. Yeah. What am I supposed to do with that? No, the response is the 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 socialized response is me. Oh my God, no! Like I am not pretty. You though are gorgeous. Right. I don't know what you do with yourself. That. She's just kind of like, uh, okay. <laughs> All right. That's <laughs> yeah. great. Oh, no. thanks. Thank you. I'm not sure. Thank you. I'm not, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what she said. She went. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Not know sure. if that's a compliment. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. So, what would be possible if we could actually have each uh, lift women up that it was not unusual or it was just normal for women to actually take 30 minutes for themselves every evening and, you know, I don't know, go on a run every morning or whatever it is that you do. And I mean, I was sharing this with my group yesterday. I had this snafu last week. You know, I'm a movie guy. I love to go to movies. And so I wanted to take the kids to see the Lego Batman movie. And um, Jessica's not a big movie person, but she was like, yeah, I'll go. You know, it's cool. I'll go. So I got tickets and we go and we get there and the whole nine, we're about to walk in and they tell me that I had bought the tickets for the wrong day. Oh no. I bought the tickets for the day before the next day, which they already had something scheduled. They couldn't go then. So the guy says, well, I can get you into the four thirty movie. Right. Right. So, well, I already have plans to go watch the game at five. And so I have this conundrum, right? And Jessica goes, so Jessica says, I don't mind. I'm not doing anything. I'll take him to the movie. It's not a big deal. And one of the things I love about my wife is when she says she doesn't mind, she really doesn't mind. She's not just doing a Jedi mind trick on me. <laughs> like, Cause I've had that happen. <laughs> She's not trying to make you feel bad. So that right. you owe her no, later. Yeah. yeah, no, it's for real. When she says she doesn't, it's, I had to learn to listen to her as her word. Um, and so I said, okay, you know, but I don't want to go. So they just made, gave them three tickets and gave me a voucher to come back. So then the kids are getting ready to leave for the movie. And my daughter says, daddy, you're not going. And I was like, no, I already have plans. She goes, can't you cancel your plans? Oh, yeah. Here went, comes the guilt. Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I could. <laughs> 
honey, I could cancel my plans, but number one, I want to honor my word because my, I've got people coming there to see me and expecting me to be there. And I want to honor my word. And number two, I love basketball. (laughs) I (laughs) love basketball and it's one of my great joys. And I just really want to go. And so I'm sorry to miss out on time with you. I'll spend time with you later. So I went to the basketball game that I came home and I took over the kids and Jessica went out to the jazz house and hung out with friends and I put the kids to bed and did all the things and had some time with them. And it was perfect, right? Perfect. Yeah. But what for me, I've started to feel a little guilt when she was like, can't you, I had that, well, I had the woman guilt, right? I'm like, yes. Oh my God, I'm about to tell my child, I'm going to make her think that I don't want to be with her. And then I was like, you know what? No, what I'm teaching her is A, honor your word. B, do what you want. <laughs> do what And that it's okay. You. Yeah. And it's okay to do that. And it's okay for then mom to go out dancing while dad puts you to bed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I thought it was actually a perfect opportunity for our kids to see how mom and dad both like to go do things and they we work together to make sure we can. And that you guys can do things apart from each other yeah. and that has nothing to do with the strength of your relationship. Right. Because they know how strong the love between the two of you is, you know is. You guys have have shown that to them their whole lives that, you know, I think that I also had a hard time just even being in a partnered relationship, doing things on my own, because Mm -hmm. I felt like I was being, you know, if my husband didn't want to do it, then, well, then we didn't do it. Or, you know, like, or I drug him around enough, or I shouldn't bother him with this, or he, whatever it might be. Or, you know, and I think he has the same thing where sometimes we're just even now getting into this thing where it doesn't have any indication on our relationship if we're doing things separate. That doesn't mean that we're not, we don't have a strong relationship. It means we have different interests and that's okay. Or just, we need time to go dancing with our friends and I need that to not be with you (laughs) because I love you, but. Well, and needy is not hot. I mean, how many times do I have to say that? (laughs) It is not, you know, like I love that she's independent enough to go off and do stuff without me. And I'm, I love that I can go, you know, we're both very independent people mm-hmm. and I love that. You know, that's, that's awesome. Back to the perfect week. One of the things that is also important along with like doing things that you enjoy for yourself, you know, at, a lot of the women I work with are entrepreneurs or they're, you know, doing, they're, they're doing a lot of entrepreneurial work and, or they're working for other people. Um, but they're high up in there. And, um, you know, many of you work six, seven days a week. To me, my part of my perfect week, and granted, you know, I'm rotten. I get to, I set my own schedule now, but it took me like as an entrepreneur, I used to work seven days a week. Yeah. Then I made myself take Saturday, one day. So then I would work five, work Monday through Friday and take Saturday off. And then Sunday, as soon as I got home from church, I would work like all afternoon on Sunday. So then I finally gave up Sunday. So now I don't ever work on Saturday and Sunday. Then eventually I was like, you know what? Monday mornings, I don't like working Monday mornings. First thing I want to meet with Jessica and we're going to where we work, but we're together. We meditate, you know, like it's Mm -hmm. the way I want to start my week. And then on Fridays, I'm always done by two, three o'clock tops. So, you know, the other part of creating your perfect week. And here's the thing that I want to I'm going to keep saying it until you really get it. (laughs) I promise you, I swear, I swear, I swear, I swear, I swear. If you try this and you really only work when you want to work, you're not going to make any less money. You're going to make more money. You're going to flow. Because if you have Saturday and Sunday off and you come into the week on Monday refreshed and ready to go, 
you're not the same as somebody who's in like working seven days a week and hitting that Monday just fried out. It's all energetic. We have to get back to that energetic model of where's your energy and how much are you putting out? Are you breathing life into yourself or are you sucking life out of yourself? You know, what's interesting for me within that too is there are times where um, I'm so entrenched in the work that I'm doing that I love that like the time ticks past the time where I go, oh, I'm going to, I'm pulling the plug at five o'clock today. And it like all of a sudden it's six o'clock and I go, oh my gosh, I can't believe that that happened. That's not being out of integrity with myself. That's no, still, it's like, you're that's, loving it. yeah, I'm having a ball doing what I'm doing. Energetically, that's, that's you feeding yourself because you're enjoying it. But then the other part is when I'm, when I am just pushing it and pushing it and pushing it that way, most of it's coming out of a place of fear, a, a place yep. of scarcity, a and place lack. of lack. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I'm so terrified that if I stop moving, that this is all going to fall apart. And even if I'm not consciously saying that to myself, where yep. else? I mean, that's where it's coming from. I mean, that's yep. got to be the reality of it. If I don't answer this client right now, they're going to cancel. Or if I don't take that meeting, they're going to cancel or not buy with me or whatever it might be. And that's not true. And a lot of times when you set up those boundaries with your clients, they're actually so much more respectful and happy with you too, because what you're producing is that much better. Absolutely. And if you're not, if you're a nine to fiver or an eight to fiver, you know, person who works for somebody else and you don't get to set up your own hours or whatever that looks like, you know, that's not to say that we're, you know, we think everybody gets to do that. Um, we definitely recognize that that's not everybody's situation, but then it's when you know that eight to five is work time, A, you should be doing something that you love because if you're going to have that much time taken up with something, it should be something that you're passionate about. Yeah. Or make it a difference or something that feeds you, feeds your soul. And if you're not, and, and then knowing that you're building that time in when you're outside of the office uh, is even more important because oh, you've just got to calendar it. You got to put it on your schedule that it's non-negotiable yeah. time. You know, I again with yesterday because it's fresh in my head. We have a. I don't know if the, our podcast listeners know. We have a group that meets the third Thursday of every month here, and they're a group of women that do this work. And I did something different. I did two things different, actually, Becky. You'll be proud of me that I have never done before. Um, on the lunch break, I had everyone pull out their phones and I had them go to their podcast button on their on their iTunes on their phones <laughs> nice. and subscribe to doing the work. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I love it. Right? I was like, just push the button. That's all you got to do. It's right there. You can listen to us every week. It'll keep you conscious. Um, I did that. But also... Um, I had them put in their calendars shift two degrees. And, you know, what I always hear is I work till five and I say, make a request. It's once a month, you know, be brave, make a request, come in early that day, whatever it takes for you to get this, you know, opportunity for you to connect. It's more important. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's way more important for you to connect than for you to sit at work for another 30 minutes. I guarantee it. I don't care what you do. Like, unless somebody is less, it's life or death. Are you saving a life in that 30 minutes? Then, okay, maybe. You know, but if you are not saving a life in that next 30 minutes, it is, there's nothing more important than you connecting with these women and getting connected. And that's one of the things I just want to say. I can't even tell you how excited and thrilled I am that the women are connecting on the Facebook page the way they are or people. And because we've got guys in there, I keep saying women, but we've got some guys and we've got gender variant people and all kinds of people that people are connecting on our Facebook page is overwhelmingly thrilling to me. 
yeah. It is beyond exciting to me, and I just hope it just keeps going. I just want to keep feeding that energy because oh, yeah. staying connected is staying conscious is over half of this work. Oh my gosh. And having somebody that's like your person who gets it. Oh, I mean, there is no better feeling than like having somebody that you connect with on that in that place, because you're just coming to the relationship with this really open, honest heart. And it's like, you're all in the same on the same team. And I think as people, especially in as divisive of a world as we're living in right now, it's hard to find that, you know, it's hard to find people that you just can trust that are on your team. And there's no judgment, there's no question, there's no, you know, laughing at you behind your back or making you wrong. And that's what we're, you know, creating on that Facebook page. And it just brings me so much joy. Oh, it's just, it's, oh, it's a little overwhelming to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just, it's just beautiful. It's one of those things. It It's a good example of what gets created outside of you when you just are willing to do stuff, you know, it's like, it's really is. So, you know, back to the perfect week again, my advice is go to sun, get pretend it's Sunday. You're looking back over the week and you feel fantastic. What happened? What'd you do? Did you, you know, was it you got to go to a movie? Was it that you spent time with friends that you don't ever do for yourself? Like you, you went on a date night with your hubby. A lot of women included that yesterday, getting on a date night with hubby. Mine didn't is, get away from the you kids. know, making sure that I do have one-on-one time with each of the people in my family. So yeah. time with my, each kid alone and time with yep. my husband alone. And even if that's like making sure that we watch our favorite TV show together, and sit on the couch next to each other, you know, and hold hands like that Mm -hmm. feels wonderful. Like that's, you know, that's us time that we have created for ourselves in all the hecticness that goes on in our lives. And then, you know, the thing that I found too with this was then being very conscious about not making yourself wrong if it doesn't happen, but giving yourself the space for it to happen. So if you If you don't put it into your calendar or if you don't create the space or like make the date, it's not going to happen. Like it just won't. Our weeks go by so fucking fast. And I know that especially if you are, I mean, if you have kids, I think it speeds up even more. It's just like there's so much. (laughs) I'm convinced. Having kids doubles the time, doubles how fast time flies. It's It just goes by so quick. It's March. It's March. And I'm like, oh, in first quarter, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, or it's March. So crap. So yeah, like if you don't put it into your schedule and like, at the beginning, it really was like literally blocking out the time. So like I would on my calendar be like, big chunk, take that out. That's non-negotiable. Nobody else is allowed to be in that space except for me. Now I've gotten into more of a routine with some of my self-care stuff, uh, like, you know, daily meditation or exercise or those things. So I don't, I have that built into my day in a new way that I didn't give myself permission to do before, you know, you eventually might not have to do that, but plan the date on Sunday for Friday, you know, with your husband, with the hubby, you know, like don't wait till Friday and go, Oh man, I really wanted us to go on a date this week. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I do? I, um, so Jessica and I sit down and we, and, and we have slacked this month, but this has been my, in my past, my best successful way to do this is we sit down and we look at the whole month and then I put out to all my babysitters, these are the days I need covered. And I get them covered. Oh, that's yeah. a great I'm idea. Just like, 
I get it covered. Like I'm, you know, I've, and it used to be, I used to, I have this babysitter. I love him so much. I miss him. <laughs> I miss you, David. Um, our babysitter, David was, he was our go-to. So I would just send him, send him all the dates the, the, in the month that I needed in like two weeks in advance or a week in advance. And then he'd send me back any, he couldn't do. And then I would find other people to cover those because he'd nice. cover all the rest. Yeah. It was fantastic. But that's a great way to do it. Is you and and I have also put in now. This is something I did too recently. Um, I just booked a babysitter for the first and third Thursday of the month from for happy hour, like from four fifteen to seven thirty. Perfect. We go out. We have friends. We'll come home and put the kids to bed. It's not that big a deal. Um, and I just have a babysitter show up the first and third Thursday of the month every month. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And see, there goes my guilt meter. Okay. So, I mean, seriously, like my first thought was like, oh my God, that sounds fantastic. (laughs) My second thought was, oh, well, you know, that's taking time away from my kids and I'm already away from them so much. And like, that seems like a lot. And, And then I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. We'll try it once a month. Do it once a month. Just do the third Thursday or the second, you know, really, really, I'm having that much more quality time. It's three hours. It's like two or three hours. Plus you're coming home to put them to bed. You're there with them in the evening. I mean, my kids go to bed at eight. Yeah, they have a blast when we have a babysit. Well, my daughter. Oh, yeah, because they get 13. to watch TV and they get to. Do, I mean, not, we don't let them watch TV during the week, but when the babysitter's here, they get to watch TV during the week. So they think they're, yeah. you know, just one. They're like, get out, <laughs> like, no, we win. You go. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They're like, leave. It's okay. time for you to go now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good topic. Yeah, I think you know if you have any questions or if you're struggling to find that self care mode or if just struggling with the idea of self-care, remember that, you know, I, I gave my example the, on the Facebook page that like taking five minutes and I enjoyed the hell out of a thin mint the other day. Like I just was like very conscious to my thin mint experience. It was frozen. It was awesome. I was very happy that I bought them from Jay's daughter. I like just savored the moment and like had this little quiet moment with myself. And you know what? That was fucking self care. Like that was like me giving myself me time. You can call it whatever you want. Me (laughs) Me time time or yeah. Or just white space might be another good thing. There's an article that we'll um, include in the show notes that I just love um, by a woman named, I think her name is Jenny. She owns a, a marketing firm called primed and she was just recently on being boss. And she has an article about how, uh, she calls it white space because in the graphic design world or in, in design world, you have to have white space in order for you know your message to really be clear. Um, and so that people need that in order for their eyes to be able to focus in on what's nice. important. And so it's a it's great, great, great um, other terminology. And so we'll, we'll post that article as well because that one was a good one for me as well. When you're like, yeah, I mean, it just makes sense. You need that white space yeah. in your life. Well, I want to, before we close, just shout out to all the people who are posting on the Facebook. Here's the thing. You have no idea what a huge, you, you don't know who's reading you and, and what a difference you're making. You, you know, some people are commenting and you know you're making a difference for them, but you're making a difference for tons of people who aren't willing to comment. And so I just want to acknowledge and appreciate. Um, sorry, I'm moved. I mean, I'm just in, so inspired by you. Um, I just want to acknowledge and appreciate all of you that are willing to share that, you know, that you're getting in inquiries around things and that you're unpacking stuff and that you're, you know, you're just, you're doing the work and it's just, I'm, I'm blown away and so grateful. 
And so I just wanted to acknowledge and appreciate you all for doing that. Amen. All right. Well, we will see you again next week. Thanks so much for listening. Join us on the Facebook page. Share or not share. And we're also always looking for people to coach. So have a great week. Come on. Come on down. You're next. All right. I'll see you later, James. See ya. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, We have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.